Hey everyone, you're listening to Ankur Variku on Voice with Variku. On this podcast, I talk to you about entrepreneurship, how to grow in life, manage personal finances, handle failures, and a lot more things that just come to my mind. The episode begins. I'm sure you've wondered about this question deeply, or perhaps not deeply, but you've definitely wondered about this question. Who are you? It's not a stupid question, and definitely not a trivial question either. I'd argue it's perhaps the most important question of our lives. Who are we? Think about it. We've never seen ourselves. Like we've never seen ourselves. We've only seen ourselves through our reflection, which has happened through mirrors or glasses. We've never heard ourselves. We've only heard ourselves through recordings and through the inner voice that travels between our ears. We cannot, more often than not, control our thoughts. So it's not like we're the master of our minds as well. We feel all of these emotions that we don't want to feel and tend to react to them as if they rule over us. So who are we? Are we our body? What is unique about that? Our face, our fingerprints. But what happens if our face, God forbid, gets burnt? Do we stop becoming us? What happens if we sadly lose our fingers and thus our fingerprints? Do we stop becoming us? No, right? So we're not our body. And yet we spend endless time worrying about it. We apply makeup, we exercise, we take Botox shots, we spend a lifetime depressed because we want to look stronger, thinner, taller, or we want to fix our nose, our hair, our smile, our skin color. And all of that for something that we're not. Are we our emotions? Um, let's say you're angry right now. Does that emotion define you? No, it doesn't, right? Because it's temporary. You're feeling angry right now, but you may not be feeling angry tomorrow. And you experience so many emotions within a single day. So does that mean that you have multiple identities during that day? No, right? So we're not our emotions either. And yet we are a slave to them. Our emotions drive us, they control us, they manipulate us, they stress us, they entertain us, they kill us. Are we our beliefs? But our beliefs also keep changing. I remember a time when I was convinced that people who smoke and drink and party every weekend are like bad people. And not bad people like they do bad things. I genuinely meant that they are bad people that will bring the world down. That was the judgmental me. And I'm not proud of that person. But that was my belief back then. It isn't now. So have I changed? Yes. But has my existence changed? No, right? So we're not our beliefs either. And similarly, we're not our name. We're not our caste. We're not our success. We're not our failures. And then who are we? So I was reading this book called Solve for Happy. It's a beautiful book written by this guy called Mo Gowet, if I'm pronouncing his name right. And he lost his son to an operation that was completely harmless in the sense that it happens very frequently. It's not something that people consider to be a serious surgery by any measure. And yet, 
something happened and he lost his son. 21 years of age. And Mo, the author of the book, is a former Google engineer. He was the head of Google X, which was the part of Google that does all these moonshot experiments and projects that could potentially become mega successes and mega businesses in the future. So he's clearly someone who's very smart, very sharp, very bright. And before his son Ali died, he actually came up with a formula for happiness. As crazy as it sounds. I'm not going to give away the formula because that's the core of the book. So I'll let you discover that for yourself. But what was important for him was, hey, it's easy for us to come up with a formula for happiness when we are happy or we want to be happy. But what happens if your son dies and you're struggling to be happy? And that is what the book is about. It's about how after Ali, his son, died, he went back to this formula to figure if that could make him happy. And he was surprised, pleasantly so, and I'm so happy for him, that he was able to navigate through this extremely tough situation that I can't even imagine how one would go through. So in that book, there was this wonderful answer to who are we? And it says we are an observer of our own life. That is simply who we are. We're not the one living our life. We're not even the one experiencing our life. We're simply witnessing all events unfold. And if you want to think of this for a bit, it'll actually be a very liberating feeling. It means that nothing can touch you. If tomorrow you were to lose all the money that you have and your life would perhaps be difficult, perhaps poor, but you will merely witness it. If tomorrow you were to wake up with your girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, your life might be sad, might be lonely, but you will merely witness that. You're not the one who experiences it. You're the one who sees it. But until you get to this intense realization, which by the way is going to take perhaps a lifetime, it's not going to be easy and it's a journey that everyone has to travel on their own. But you will one day realize that you're just the one who sees. And until then, until that moment, you will continue to live life with the most definitive definition of yourself. And that's your ego. Your ego, not in terms of arrogance, but ego in the sense of your belief of who you are, who you should be, how you should act, who you should spend time with, how do you want to be treated, and all of those things that stem from our ego, our naive assumption that we are we, but we are not. We're just an observer of our own life. So, who do you think you are? Thank you for listening to this episode of Voice with Variku. To be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow the show on this app right now. Also, don't forget to rate and review the show because that just feels nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>